0: Welcome into Diamonds in the Desert. I am Jordan Ham, and we are one series in for the Arizona Diamondbacks season, and the Snakes are one in three so far. Tough weekend for the Diamondbacks against the San Diego Padres. Now they have an off day on Monday, and then have a in week series against the Colorado Rockies. We're gonna have Thomas Harding of MLB.com. Uh, covers the Rockies has for a very long time Uh, one of the uh, better sports writers out there and one of the best people out there awesome dude Uh, had fun catching up with him talking about the Rockies and the Diamondbacks seems like they're in similar spots here in the NL West Uh, you have the two Titans going head-to-head obviously with the Dodgers Uh, With the Padres, they're the ones that have been making big moves left and right. Uh, But what about the rest of the NL West? Is there a team that could surprise everybody this year that could, uh, you know, sneak in to the playoff picture a bit? Um, So we discussed that also. What's been going on with the pod or with the uh, Rockies, and of course, he's going to give some food recommendations Uh, that has quickly become a a popular uh, part. Of the, uh, of the Diamonds in the Desert 2021 iteration. So excited for that. But before we look ahead, let's look back a little bit um, with a couple of things here, with what's been going on with the uh, Diamondbacks. So obviously one and three, um, I think the name of the game, the thing that jumps out the most uh, to for the Diamondbacks right now is the starting pitching um, and the fact that many of these starting pitchers could not get through Um, or go deep into the game. Um, you know, thank goodness for, uh, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, thank thank goodness for Taylor Widener, who is finally able to go six innings. And I think this is why that they, uh, constructed the, um, the lineup or the, the bullpen the way they did. They have multiple guys that are starter quality uh, and are stretched out enough to, um, you know, throw deep into games because for this, uh, exact reason. You know, you look at Taylor Clark, um, Stefan Crichton, he's a he is a reliever, um, but could, I think certainly can go multiple innings. Yohan Lopez, a converted starter. Alex Young is a guy that um, has been in the rotation before. Riley Smith uh, relieved Caleb Smith and did a pretty darn good job through five innings. Um, but that is sustainable for only so long. Um these the starting pitchers need to go deep into the games. Uh Madison Bumgarner only 4 innings, Caleb Smith only 3, uh when you look at Merrill Kelly as well, 4 innings. Um for the the Rockies, it's a very similar situation that they're going through um right now as well. And uh you have a uh, Joaquin Soria who um left the game with an apparent injury as well. So uh, it seems like the Dimebacks have been bit by the injury bug so much, so early in this 2021 season that it's really a tough gauge on uh, where the rotation's at with Zach Gallen, where the outfield's at with Cole Calhoun, uh, where uh, now the bull ca- bullpen is out with uh, Joaquin Soria. So um, Chris uh, Davinsky uh, did a nice job coming in for recovery, as did Kevin Ginkle. Um, nice to see Kevin Ginkle get a... Um, you know, get off to a hot start. Three games he's appeared in, um, two and a third, just gave up two hits, only walked one. That was his big issue there. Uh, But it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, pitching staff takes shape. Um, A pitcher that a lot of people have been keeping an eye on is uh, Luke Weaver, and he's going to start things off in Colorado. So we'll see uh, how that goes, Um, but definitely going to be um, quite interesting there. But um, as you look at uh, what's been going on um, offensively? Catal Marte looks like 2019 Catal Marte. That's a that's a reason for optimism there, um, and uh, yeah, the the rest of the uh, we we saw a little bit of up and down, and um, you know, with this team, I don't think we're gonna get a great gauge of the offense. Also, especially the pitching, when your first four games are against a really good lineup like the San Diego Padres, and then uh, you're going to Coors Field, it's like most of the time, it would be like, Yes, you play in the NLS, this is what you're going to have to face. But I think you have to be careful with that because of the 60 game season before. It's just going to, it's so hard to gauge where each player is at and, and how, what, what numbers do you take uh, with a grain of salt? Which ones do you take, um, you know, at their value, so uh, going to be interesting to see um, as they continue uh, throughout the NLS. We're going to have some more content throughout the week, um, kind of about all right. What have we learned early on so far? Um, what have we been able to, uh, you know, pull from and, and that sort of thing? So um, excited to have baseball back, totally, um, and it, great to see uh, Catal Marte, uh, five sixty three average, get off to a hot start. Um, you know, and then uh, aside from that, the, the bats have been a little bit quiet, but we've seen, um, you know, some flashes from some some players, certainly. So uh, definitely something to, to keep an eye on uh, as we continue this early 2021 season. Uh, and they'll after the Rocky series, they'll be coming home um, and playing the Cincinnati Reds. So um, baseball will be back in Arizona, uh, which is awesome. But um, here on this off day, let's take a look at the series ahead. Colorado Rockies if you haven't been to Coors Field one of the best ballparks out there I've been there multiple times and it is uh, very fun and uh, excited to have Thomas Harding of MLB.com he has covered the Rockies for quite a while now knows the team knows the NL West inside and out um, and he gives some great insight on the series coming ahead. Well, the Diamondbacks were able to take one of four from the San Diego Padres to open the series, and they now face an NL West foe who is in a similar situation in the Colorado Rockies. The Rocks opened the season against another division team with World Series aspirations in the Los Angeles Dodgers and went one in three to open 2021. We're now joined by Thomas Harding, who covers the Rockies for MLB.com to break down the upcoming series against the Diamondbacks. Thomas, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, So, I know a couple of years ago, uh, for the Arizona Diamondback fans, it was strange to look over at first base and not see Paul Goldschmidt, see him with the St. Louis Cardinals. Rockies in a similar situation now with Nolan Arenado. I'll just start. How strange is it looking over at the hot corner and not seeing Nolan, who's been such a staple for the Rockies the past couple of years?
1: It is. It is odd not seeing Nolan Aronado there. Now, there is someone who looks like him often. That's Josh Fuentes, who happens to be his cousin, who's played a decent third base. But, yeah, not having Nolan, um, there is no substitute for Nolan. And certainly the fans are angry about that trade, like I'm sure that the Arizona fans were angry about the Goldschmidt trade a few years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at this team, uh, you know— I Again, able to take one of three from the Dodgers, starting it off with the World Series champs is never easy. Uh, But what have you learned about this team in the first four games? Still have some of the heavy hitters still in that lineup, but uh, a bit of a youth movement also happening there. Well, I think
1: what we learned that first time through is that it's one of two things. Either the Dodgers are very good, which isn't exactly breaking news, or um, the Rockies got off to a bad start pitching-wise. The only start that went as many as five innings was John Gray's. He was throwing a shutout through five, and then he comes down with full body cramps in the sixth inning ends up getting charged with a run for the hit he gave up, but the rotation is supposed to be the strong suit of this team. With Herman Marquez, he only threw four innings, threw 92 pitches. Um, you saw Antonio Sensatella only get through three in the third innings. The Dodgers really were on his fastball. And yesterday, Austin Gomber had, I would say, one of the worst debuts you could possibly imagine in a new uniform, where he walked seven guys in three innings and also committed an error, had a bad fielding play. I mean, what else could go wrong for him? so first time through the rotation because they had well it is the first time through the rotation they were going with four out the gate um they ended up um, the, chi chi gonzalez having to pitch twice so he may or may not start in this diamondback series so obviously the rotation is going to have to get it together and for this team to compete at all they're going to have to pitch better they expect to pitch
0: better though We've seen that also on the Diamondbacks sides, Everyone except Taylor Widener couldn't really go deep in the game. How much do you think, having that shortened season last year, do you think it might be a little bit of a, a shorter leash and also still trying to get back into a routine in 2021 for especially some of these younger pitchers?
1: I think it's way too early to make it a uh, determination of anything at this point um if you go back and you look through the history of baseball a lot of teams have struggled the first four games so i caution against making a sweeping generalization at this point because if you look at um, especially pitching if you have good pitchers or talented pitchers that are healthy then eventually they will pitch well so Mm -hmm. i think for both teams they just need to take a step back kind of breathe through the nose a bit and relax a little it's hard to do the first four games of the season I I know that but I think that's the best way to look
0: at it -hmm. Uh, you mentioned Herman Marquez John Gray as well these two guys have been staples within the rotation looking kind of big picture at, at what 2021 could be for the Colorado Rockies how much does it is it almost as Herman and John Gray go the the rest of the Rockies will go
1: well, Antonio Tala had the best year of anybody in that rotation last year. And if you look at the rotation as a whole, they finished as bad as this team was. They finished second of the Cubs in quality starts in the National League. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's happening is Kyle Freeland is out probably for about two months uh, with a shoulder injury that he suffered in spring training. So if you look at it, there are things to like about their starting pitching staff. Um, the it, It's so odd in Colorado, though, because you never really develop the numbers to get noticed, and there are going to be X number of really bad starts, so you need other parts of your team to do well. You need to be able to hit throughout your lineup. You need to pitch well out of the bullpen, which the Rockies were... Okay, out of the bullpen against the um, Dodgers, not great, but they, but they did an okay job against them. Uh, but the, the lineup without Arenado, that's a big question, and that's going to have to perform perform as well as it possibly can for the Rockies to even sniff at contention.
0: You've been covering the Rockies for a long time, but you also have your finger on the pulse of the, the NL West uh, quite a bit over the past couple of years as well. Obviously, uh, the Dodgers, the Padres, everybody has high expectations for them this year. But those three other teams in the division, do you can you kind of pinpoint one or two teams that may surprise people within this division this year?
1: I always think that if the Diamondbacks' pitching stays healthy, they could be a bit of a surprise this year. I mean, you you, you look through that rotation that didn't pitch well against the Padres, but they've got good pitchers in that rotation. That's the one because I look at the Diamondbacks and the Rockies as being very similar in that. If they're able to um, get a lot of things to go right, their managers can get them over the top um, as far as contention is concerned. I mean, I've respected the work of Torrey Lavallo since he's been there. He's made some great personnel decisions as far as positions, um, being able to... Um, Move guys to different spots to to fill out his lineup. I think he's done well with the bullpen. The bullpen is going to have to throw more strikes than last year. But that is the one team when I looked at the division that I thought could kind of break in a break into the um, stranglehold that the Dodgers have. I, I don't think anybody's going to get there. But um, if the Padres falter, I, I I still think the Diamondbacks are the team that could step in there and uh, and, and and be at least a playoff team.
0: And Finally, Thomas, uh, with these series previews, what we've been doing is uh, obviously uh, baseball fans, uh, a lot of food fans also. Um, I I feel like those two areas cross over quite a bit. So if you're going to Coors Field, uh, where are you going in the – what concession stand are you going to? Any restaurants around Coors Field that if if a baseball fan is going to go check out Coors Field, you would recommend? I'll
1: tell you what. About a block from Coors Field, I believe it's on – market and 22nd i believe that is there's a place called i fish which is a ramen and sushi place it is wonderful just tucked in the middle of denver there and um one of one of my favorite places to go when maybe i have another dollar or two and i have a minute or two to go out and get something to eat.
0: All right. Well, we are uh, ready for the series and also hungry now. So uh, uh, appreciate the time, Thomas, and the insight here on the upcoming Diamondbacks and Rockies series.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate Thomas Harden jumping on, talking some Rockies and Diamondbacks. Give some good insight there and some good recommendations, uh, for food. If you're heading out to Coors Field, uh, for this series, for a later series, uh, we're going to keep a running list, um, on all these restaurants because, um, these, uh, writers, these people around the team, they know inside and out whenever someone's like, I'm going to Chase Field, where do I need to go to eat? You know, I have the, the laundry, laundry list ready. So, um, I think this is going to be some some much valuable information. So if you get nothing from the baseball conversation, at least you get some food recommendations. So I appreciate him joining on. Um, As always, thank you for listening to Diamonds in the Desert, and we will see you next week.